Good morning, Breakfast with the Broker, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Or actually, we're early today because we went through Memorial Day weekend, and now we're really, really raring to go this week. We have a very, very special guest, and let me get to it. And now, by way of Palm Beach, Florida, she is a consultant for the amazing John Maxwell team. She is the regional sales leader at Apple One Employment Services. She's a keynote speaker and Gallup Certified Strengths Finder. She is the principal of the Kelly Marbler Company, Company LLC. She is a wife, a daughter, a mother, and a, and a toothless dog mom. She is Kelly Baxter, triple threat, Marbler. Hi, David. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, everyone. So, Kelly, thank you very much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, listen, I think most of the people uh, looking, uh, you know, are viewing have heard of uh, John Maxwell. And, you know, when we look at John Maxwell, you know, he, he's really the pinnacle of leadership. And so, you know, we are so exciting to have are excited to have someone like you to come in and talk a little bit about leadership, someone who's been mentored by John Maxwell. Um, pretty, very exciting. So tell us a little bit about you. Well, I am a native to Florida, one of the few. I Me live too. here right in, yeah, right in Wellington, Florida. I grew up here, went to school here, and uh, this is where I've called home pretty much for many, many years, except for that small stint. I lived in Orlando when I went to UCF, but uh, I, uh, I am very passionate about leadership, David, so I was very happy to come on your show and talk about leadership in, in all capacities, however you want to start the conversation. But it's something that's very uh, close to my heart and something I'm very passionate about. So thanks for having me. So, uh, thank you. So what does leadership mean to you? Leadership, the way I learned it, honestly, uh, is influence. Uh, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And I learned that uh, specifically from my mentor, John C. Maxwell. And once I really heard that it really made sense because it is. Uh, we can be uh, good influencers and we can also be bad influencers and you don't have to have a title to be a leader. Uh, it's how you choose to use that leadership is what influences people. And when, I mean, when you're doing, you know, you're looking at everyone wants to be a leader, right? Or everyone thinks that they are a leader, I probably should say. Um, but what makes a really good leader? What makes someone, you know, we look in the real estate game in the industry and we go through um, you know, where we're listing and, you know, and, and selling uh, properties, you know, we're having to be leaders in the industry. And mm -hmm. what does a like, what does a good leader, maybe a good leader in a real estate agent look like? Well, I think that is the opinion of each individual. But for me personally, I see a good leader as someone that has humility, someone that values other people. You don't have to have a team to be a leader. Uh, all of us have the ability to be leaders. And even if we're not leaders, as far as in a company, we have the ability to be leaders within our community, within our household, with our family. And I think people that really just value other people and support people with where they want to go and encourage them and and give them a hand. I see that is what makes a great leader. Yeah, building communities and, and you know and that's what realtors or good realtors do is continually, you know, building those communities, um putting you know reaching their hand out and making sure that you know everyone is taken care of. So as a buyers and sellers, you know, go 
come and go or whatever, real estate agents need to really collaborate. You know, what, um, you know, you've, you've read obviously a lot of, uh, John Maxwell's books. You've, uh, um, you, you know, you've been meant what, what, give us some key tips or things that, um, you've learned that has really, really helped you, um, you know, get to where you are today. Well, I look back at where I started in my own leadership development and, I always say when the student is ready, the teacher will appear because there was a time in my life, I, I spent 21 years in sales. So I understand what the sales uh, industry looks like. I know what it feels like to be in it. And there were many times that I was more interested in myself than I was interested in helping others. And when I really started working on myself, because in order to be a good leader, we have to start with ourselves. And my journey started about 2014 when I really accepted responsibility to be a better leader and really work on myself and look for the right mentor in my life to help me understand what being a good leader was. And it's been consistently six, almost seven years now where I've been investing and working in myself of how can I be better so I can help others around me be better. And it, John refers to it, John C. Maxwell refers to it as the law of the lid. And what that means is all of us have a lid on our leadership, whether we have a title or not, but we all have a lid on our leadership where let's just say on a scale of one to 10 that I'm an average leader, I'm a, a level five. Well, as a level five leader, anybody that I surround myself with or anybody that I lead within an organization or a department or my community, they're going to fall underneath that leadership lid that I have. So what John taught me was if I learn to lift my leadership lid and raise it up a level to a six to a seven, then what will happen is everybody underneath me that I surround myself with will start to rise up with me and their leadership will become better. So that's where I really started working on myself. And I noticed, David, that when I got better, everyone around me got better and it lifted the lid around me. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, when we equate it to, you know, even sports athletes, you know, they, they always say, you know, you know, the, the, the real great ones, the, the amazing, you know, players that whether it be football, basketball, whatever, um, they make everyone around them better um, for being on their team. Um, and the ones that are, you know, somewhat selfish and, 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 and just are in it for the stats, you know, never win championships. Um, because you need a, you need a team, you need, you need people around you to get there. And um, so is everyone a leader? Like, is everyone have leadership skills? We have, some of us have leadership leanings where we're born with a, a leadership leaning where we have a little bit of giftedness in that area. But what I did learn is that even bad leaders can get better if they're willing to work on themselves. So are great leaders born? I mean, everybody's born, absolutely, but our leaders are developed. That's, that's what I learned is we all have leadership within us, but are we willing to develop that skill and that capacity to be the best version of what that leader within us could be? Um, and, and that's absolutely, I mean, I think it's, a, it's so important, and, and, you know, going forward you know, you have to have the eagerness to learn. And I, I think sometimes, you know, 
when we don't have that eagerness, we become complacent or apathetic or, mm -hmm. or what have you. Um, how do you get to the next day? Like, you know, a lot of times, you know, uh, real estate agents will have a couple closings. They'll have, um, you know, they're doing, they're feeling really good about themselves because they got a few listings, they got a few closings coming up. And then, you know, those are all done. And maybe they didn't prospect, you know, during the time that they should have. And, you know, now they're starting to get hit that rut. How do you get out of that rut? Mm. That's a great question. Cause I think we all go through that in, in all areas of our lives. Like we have great moments, the, the peaks and then the valleys of our lives. And I look back at when, you know, I was in sales and hitting the, the numbers and getting at the top of the scorecard and you're only as good as last month's numbers. I remember that, but it is a mindset that's truly what I believe. And let's just relate it to real estate that the, the most expensive real estate is within your own mind. And when you really are able to focus on developing a positive mindset for yourself to move through those valleys when we hit them and we do that, how do we do that? We do that by surrounding ourselves with, positive people that also encourage us. We don't need yes people in our lives, people that always say yes, yes, yes to us, but people that are there to give us constructive criticism, uh, to help and listen. I think people that listen to us sometimes when we just need to talk through challenges that we have, that helps us be better. And we can't do it alone. And I think a lot of times I tried to do a lot of it alone without getting outside of myself to ask for other perspectives. What could I do better when I was stuck? And maybe someone else had an idea that I hadn't thought of. So I love that your show is, a, is focused around collaboration because I think collaboration is such a big part of being a great leader. And are you surrounding yourself with people that are feeding your future or starving your success. And when's the last time we did inventory on the five people that we surround ourselves with? That is a really good exercise to go through. And I had to do that in my life uh, about five, six years ago to say, who am I surrounding myself with? Who's helping me get to the next level? And who am I helping get to the next level? Because it's reciprocal. And so it has a lot to do with who we surround ourselves with. It is. And um, I mean, you look at uh, like uh, athletes and, and, and such, you know, you know, I keep going back to athletes, but, you know, when you look at athletes and they, you know, they're coming from, you know, their hometown and they're, you know, they're bringing their friends along and their quote unquote posse and stuff. Um, and, you know, they have to take account of, you know, who's going to make them better. And a lot of times, you know, you're having to give give away your, you know, your high school friends or your middle school friends, you know, um, and still be friends with them. But you may not be spending as much time with them because they're not making you a better leader. They're not making you a, a better person. Maybe they're takers and not givers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all that kind of stuff needs to be, you know, you know, you need to understand who you are and where you've come from and, and, and where you want to go. And, you know, in, in the real estate field, it's, you know, right now we have like a million, 1.5 million um, realtors in, in the nation or, or um, members of the National Association of Realtors. We have over 200,000 realtors, licensed realtors in the state of Florida. Competition is huge. Sure. But why is it that 
33% of all realtors don't do a single transaction in a year. You know, it's crazy. So, um, you know, how do you, you know, want, you know, you have the eagerness to learn, you have the, you know, the willing to collaborate. What's your first step? Who are you seeking after? Who, 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 should, who should you be going after? For me, what I learned was look for people that are about are in the area that you want to grow within. So let's just take it into real estate. So if you want to get better at real estate, who is doing a lot of transactions? What are they doing? How are they marketing themselves? How are they putting their brand out there? Who are they collaborating with? Success leaves clues in anything we do. So look for the people that are successful in the area that you want to grow in and study it. That's what I did with leadership. I wanted to be a better leader. So I looked for the person and persons that were really successful in that field. And then pick up the phone and reach out to some of these individuals. I'm not saying everybody's going to talk to you, but there are some wonderful people out there that are willing to share and willing to collaborate and teach you and mentor you but you have to get off the bench in order to get onto the game. And so you have to try and reach out to people that you want to learn from, have a virtual cup of coffee, have a phone call, uh, have a zoom call. There's a lot of things we can do, but I think David, a lot of us were fearful of rejection. And what if that person says, no, what if they don't want to share? Well, what if they do and you missed out on learning from someone that's really successful where you want to be more successful? So you can't get what you don't ask for, right? Absolutely. You have to ask. You know, we have um, in uh, the Realtor Political Action Committee um, that uh, we support is, you know, they, they have a kind of a motto or whatever. It's called the task. To, the task is to ask. And, you know, okay. you have to continue to ask. Right. So. What you know, you said rejection. I don't know. Have you ever read Rejection Proof? No, I haven't read that. Um, and I forgot his name. Um, it's um, I'll, I'll look it up uh, later and I'll put it in the chat. But um, Rejection Proof is it, the guy is amazing. He, he's um, from Beijing, China. Came over here in a foreign exchange student uh, program. And what he d decided to do is he left his corporate job, and he basically did a hundred days of rejection. He wanted to find out because he was so fearful of rejection. He put himself in these crazy situations like um, asking a, a stranger security guard for to borrow a hundred dollars. You know, um, he asked, um, he, he showed up in a soccer uniform with cleats and everything with a soccer ball on, on game day um, in Dallas, Texas and knocked on the door to see if the guy will take him a, take a picture of him playing soccer in his backyard, like crazy stuff. And, and as he got to understand, like he wasn't craving, you know, he wasn't craving the yeses anymore. He was craving the nose because mm -hmm. he was constantly getting yeses for the most ridiculous of things. And when he was asking, well, you know, why would you let me play soccer in your, you know, in your uh, backyard when the game is on. And that, he says, because it was so ridiculous that I had to see what was going on. Like I had to see what was, if it was more or whatever. So when you look at rejection, you know, it's all, you know, and I think uh, Lisa said mindset and then leadership, you know, it's all about your mindset. You know, mm -hmm. 
re rejection. We all cringe when we hear a rejection. You know, why is it that, you know, a lot of people don't like public speaking, right? Mm -hmm. It's not because they don't like public speaking. It's because they haven't been prepared in practice in public mm -hmm. speaking. It's not because, you know, they need to, they haven't made it a, a priority or what have you. So, you know, talk a little bit about mindset. And, you know, and I think Lisa said it great. I mean, mindset and leadership and mm -hmm. success leads close. But, you know, the mindset, how do you, how do you, every day, every morning, what should you be doing in order to achieve your goals? I think it's right when you wake up and how you look at the day that's ahead of you. Uh, you know, I look back and in challenges that I've had, I would wake up and say, oh, I just want to get through the day. And a lot of people wake up like it's the first day back after a long weekend. How many people woke up and said, I got to go to work today. I just got to get through the day. And that was me. But it took intentionality to really understand the, the gratitude that I needed to have within myself for what I did have and not wanting what I didn't have. And that that takes work, that takes intentionality, that takes surrounding yourself with people. It, 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 a lot of this goes to who is feeding your mind and what's going into your mind. I think a lot of people, uh, we hear the term dental floss, like we need to clean our teeth. Sometimes we need mental floss where we need to clean our mind and what's coming into it. And sometimes there's trash coming into our mind, but it was an intentional, ownership and accountability that I had to want within myself. And I had to be willing to face the right way. I think a lot of people are facing the wrong way when they wake up in the morning and thinking everything that's not going to happen instead of everything that can happen if we have the right mindset and attitude. And I want to say this too. Don't get me wrong. It's okay not to be okay. Doesn't mean every morning we wake up and everything's perfect, everything's sunshine, rainbows. I have problems just like everyone else, but I choose to look at it through a lens of, I'm gonna get through this. And with the right people around me, I know I can do it no matter how hard it's gonna be. And yeah, there's gonna be days when it's really tough, but I don't want to wake up. And this is why I started my company. Honestly, I used to wake up and say, I want to get through the day. And I don't want to live my life saying, I want to get through the day. I wanted to wake up and say, I want to get to the day because I'm excited for what's ahead, what I can do, the value I can add to my community and the world. And I'm excited to go to work because I love what I do. And that is, has taken work. Nothing in life worthwhile is easy and nothing in life is automatic. So we have to be mindful and intentional. So how do you get to there? Like, how do you get to, you know, from the person who is just trying to get through the day instead of getting to the day, you know, um, how did Kelly Merbler get that, get to that point? I will say it through a quote that I wrote and I needed to be brave enough to recognize when I outgrew the career I had to step into the calling that I had been given. And sometimes, and I'm just speaking from my situation, I had to be willing to give up something to get where I wanted to be. 
And that took risk. It took courage and it took a lot of vulnerability and the willingness to give up and sacrifice certain things that I had in my life to get to that point where I could wake up and say, I want to get to the day. So sometimes we have to be willing to let go of things that we have in order to get where we want to go. And that's where it started with me. Uh, and I go back to, as we've said this before, it's, I also had to surround myself with people that wanted to see me succeed, wanted to see me grow and were there to encourage me, not hold me back from where I wanted to be and be my best self. So like risk versus reward, right? So, you know, um, I think a lot of times, um, too many things, too many limiting beliefs, too many people hold people back. Um, you know, you, you say an idea and someone says, oh, that's, that's stupid, you know, or that's ridiculous or what have you. Um, you know, how do you navigate through those? And, you know, is it important to take risks, especially, you know, and I don't know if, you know, an age thing or, or where you are in life, it, you know, matters, but, you know, as a young person, you know, as a, you know, as a 40 something, you know, at what age, you know, are risks still okay? I think everybody's unique in their own way and where they're at in their own journey. I wasn't willing to take the risks that I am today when I was younger. I didn't know what I didn't know back then. And I learned that by just learning from people that were successful where I wanted to go. And so today I look at, I, I was more and I am more willing to take risks because I say this genuinely from my heart, life is way too short. And I would rather risk something to have a better life than and, and live a life of significance than when I'm 80 and 90 years old, look back and say, gosh, I wish I had tried that. And that happened to me right around 40. I think, you know, for me personally, I've gone through life experiences. And I think all of us, you know, we'll have those life experiences that may shape what is most important to us and what we value most. I think COVID has done that for a lot of people this past year, because I can tell you in a lot of the leaders that I coach, they have rethought what's most important to them and where do they want to focus their time. But for me, I just looked at life in a whole new way through a new lens that life is too fragile and too important for me not to do what I love uh, and what matters most to me. Yeah. I mean, taking risks, you know, sometimes when you're taking risks, it really isn't a risk at all. It's just how you perceive that risk. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I wasn't trying to get into an age thing. I was just saying, yeah. you know, is, yeah. is it kind of like you're a younger person? Are you, you know, should you take bigger risks at a younger person? You know, and I guess you, yeah. you answer the question you know what, it doesn't matter at any age, because at any age, um, you know, you want to live your life, as you said, life is short, you want to live your life as your best life, and, um, and, and continue to, to do great things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I always end the uh, conversation with two questions. Um, and I don't know if you uh, watch uh, TV or not. But uh, we'll go. We'll go with that. Uh, we're actually going to go with three questions because you're special. Because <laughs> I got one. Oh I got one other question. I got one other question I'd like to ask you. Um, the um, so 
what is your favorite streaming uh, series of all time, like Netflix or Hulu? And hmm. what's um, what are you currently watching? Oh, I do watch Netflix every single night. So I, I'm one that goes through movies, but I love, like, through COVID, I really got into several series. Billions was one of my favorite. I loved that series. And I also loved um, The Queen's Gambit. I loved that series. Yeah, that was good. What are you currently watching? Uh, I'm actually, I just watched a movie, Eat, Pray, Love, on Netflix yesterday with Julia Roberts. And it has a lot to do with what we're talking about right now. Like, what is most important? And just kind of rediscovering yourself. So that was my afternoon flick yesterday. (laughs) Well, for for your special question, your your bonus question, Kelly. Okay. (laughs) What's your favorite John C. Maxwell book? Oh, that one I will always say it's the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It was the first book he handed to me and said, Kelly, everything you need to know about leadership is in this book. And it's my favorite book that he wrote. That's awesome. Kelly Merbler, I really, really appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your leadership skills, mindset, and you know how you, how you get there. Sometimes you know we have to surround ourselves with just better people, more successful people, and really seek out, you know, where we want to go. And uh, sometimes we have to take risks. So, Kelly, thank you very much. Uh, where can we find you? I know you have a, a great show. Uh, you had John C. Maxwell on your show. Uh, Kelly, um, it was Kelly with Coffee. Coffee oh. with Kelly. Yeah. Coffee with Kelly. I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> no problem. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and where where else can we find you, Kelly? Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, so connect with me on LinkedIn. And if not, my website is kellymerblerco.com. Uh, I do post all my events there, but LinkedIn is where you're going to find pretty much my activity and, and what's going on and, and just some great leadership tips that I share out there. So feel free to uh, connect with me there. Awesome. Kelly, you were amazing. And we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insight into leadership. Uh, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. or thereabouts, Breakfast with the Broker. We have an exciting guest next week as well. So, Kelly, thank you. Have a great week, everyone. Hopefully, everyone had an amazing, happy Memorial Day weekend. And uh, we will speak to you next Tuesday. Talk Cheers. To you soon. Thanks, Cheers. David. You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly.